Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about Sean Kirkpatrick Gagged. That's correct, Sean Kirkpatrick Gagged. Now, Sean was the head of the uh, Arrow over there at the DOT. Of course, that's the UFO department. He's recently retired, and he's been in the news a lot lately. I mean, a bunch. He has just recently come out, apparently, and said that he's been gagged from talking about UFOs. This is strange. Now, you know, my opinions of this guy have been somewhat negative. Uh, I'm sure his fanboys will be out there in the comment section to harass me about that, but that's just how I see it. This article comes to us from thesun.co.uk. It says, Release the, the X-Files. I'm the ex-Pentagon UFO chief, and I was gagged, that's all caps, from, re from revealing, quote-unquote, alien secrets. The bombshell files must be released. The physicist says he was made to step down after revealing concerning activity, quote, in our backyard. And then it goes on here. It says it's written by Georgie English, published February 9th, 2024. The Pentagon ex-UFO chief has made sensational claims that he was gagged from revealing top secret information on alien life. Now, that's some pretty big news here, and it makes you wonder if we aren't getting close to the truth that they have to send this guy out here to tell us that uh, he has the secrets to the universe, but he can't tell us. It's another one of these appeal to authority things, uh, I think, maybe to shut down discussion about this stuff. I don't know. Very strange to me. Sean Kirkpatrick, the former director of the U.S. Department of Defense's UFO Task Force, demanded a whole range of bombshell files be released so the public can truly see what is going on. Now, now we talked about Kirkpatrick's, uh, you know, his investigations that really weren't investigations that he did, well, or he was in charge of doing, well, head of Aero, uh, the, the, the missile-based investigations come to mind where the UFOs showed up and shut down the systems. Uh, he was calling people up on the phone who were famous for talking about it, but the first thing out of their mouth was, don't name any names of other people that were there. This whole thing, to me, to Aero, was just a way to shut down investigations. Now, they got some pictures in the article from the Tic Tac, you know, they're quite famous. I believe that he suggested that Tic Tac could have been trash blowing in the wind. You got the Mosul Orb, this thing, I don't know, what is it, the size of a beach ball, maybe a lot bigger. It's floating over the desert, no visible means of propulsion, no wings. And Kirkpatrick told us that that didn't violate the laws of physics. Anyway, it goes on down and says, He said his bosses within the Pentagon stopped him speaking the truth to the public on multiple occasions, despite him having evidence to support his findings. Now, what's strange to me is I don't think these secrecy oaths expire. I mean, I've heard, I've heard someone talking about Louis Elizondo. They said he has, to, he has to go in every so many weeks and take a lie detector test, polygraph test, I'm sorry, uh, to determine whether or not he has uh, spread information that he's not allowed to. So I'm surprised that he wants to come out and talk about this now unless he's being told by the DOD that it's okay. The physicist who served as a UFO chief for a year said he felt that his department wasn't allowed to reveal enough information about mysterious craft. Well, that may be true, but why was he uh, just berating uh, Grush without naming him so many times? He seems like he's taking a total 180 here. You have to ask yourself, what's going on with, with Sean Kirkpatrick? Dr. Kirkpatrick explained there was a very strong concern to engage the public to engage in the public discourse as often as I thought we needed to. The fact that the Pentagon leadership can't figure out how to get at that message without concern for spillage into other areas 
has always been a frustrating point. So now he's using the spy terms again. Spillage into other areas. All you've got to do is release some of these old, old files, okay, that have uh, information there from 60, 70 years ago. There's not going to be any damage, of, any danger of these things uh, damaging us today. Not, not 50, 60 years later. It says, he also felt that the government's efforts to investigate apparent UFO sightings should have been laid out clearer. Dr. Kirkpatrick had concerns that conspiracy theorists this guy cannot get through a, an interview or a piece or an article without using that derogatory term, conspiracy theorist. Now, right there, this tells me that Kirkpatrick is not on the up and up, that he's doing one of two things. Either he's coming out here as part of this very complicated deep state uh, limited hangout where he, he uh, shows up as the authority figure. He's the guy that knows everything. He's going to dispense the truth to you. But he's also a place for the normies to land. He can uh, he, he can sit there and he can talk back and forth with the skeptics. And he can throw shade on the people who think that these UFOs are some other kind of phenomena and direct all the energy toward the baddies, China and Russia. So he shows his true colors right here. And, and, and the great thing is he can make money while he's doing this. Believe me. He could show up at every single UFO event in the country. Now, they may have to put him behind a plexiglass wall for all the rotten tomatoes, but he'll probably get up there and he'll try to be a, a little bit of a nastier version of Nick Pope, say. Dr. Kirkpatrick had concerns that conspiracy theorists would take the hesitation would take the hesitation in talking about extraterrestrial life to mean their theories were at least partially true. What The theory that we can't explain what these things are? He says, if there is a void in the information space, it will be filled with the imagination of the public. And that's signed Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, ex-UFO chief. What an arrogant, arrogant, really stupid thing to say. You know, we have voids of information that surround us. Anybody with an IQ above room temperature understands that the more you know, the more you don't know. That's just the nature of the universe. And so for this, I think, very arrogant uh, self-important person to come along and say, well, we've got to create a narrative here because these conspiracy theorists and these sub-low IQ UFO believers, they're just going to let their little uh, limited imaginations run wild. And that would be terrible. Well, what would it matter? What would it matter, Sean, if a bunch of sub-intelligent people like us decide that we want a different or we happen to find a certain UFO narrative uh, more believable than the one that you're putting out there. We're not in a position to hurt anybody. We're not in a position to change anything. Most of us uh, think that our vote has a very limited value, except for possibly local elections. But as far as the real scheme of things is going, as far as the $1.55 trillion that the uh, Defense Department is missing and still has not accounted for, there's not a, there's not a thing that we can do about it. We're too small. We're grains of sand. So why are you worried about us and our opinions of UFOs? Crazy. Anyway, it goes on down. It says, another massive claim made by the ex-chief was that he was stifled and gagged at press conferences to keep what his team had uncovered a secret. Well, that didn't prevent him from writing letters uh, online uh, just disparaging and, and really trying to put down people 
that questioned the stuff and whistleblowers, although I have to say he was careful not to use names. I suppose the lawyers told him, don't name people because you might end up in a defamation case. He ends up saying, however, the Pentagon categorically denies any of Dr. Kirkpatrick's claims, saying he was always allowed to say what he wanted. Spokesperson Eric Pahan added, standard procedure within the department is to have public engagements cleared by higher officials. To our knowledge, any media engagement Dr. Kirkpatrick recommended or requested was approved. Dr. Kirkpatrick's, Dr. Kirkpatrick's commitment to transparency with the United States Congress and the American public on UAP leaves a legacy the department will carry forward. That's more gobbledygook. How A legacy. A legacy of doublespeak and, and, and secrecy. A legacy of, of publicly uh, deriding uh, whistleblowers without naming them, of course. Yeah, not, not much of a legacy I'd be interested in. Here's another quote from Kirkpatrick. We are, we've uncovered some things that we are having declassified, not just operational videos, but historical documents, Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick. You know, you can start with the photos uh, of the moon from NASA. I mean, there's so many millions and millions and millions of documents and photos and whatnot that have just been classified for no good reason. This this needs this needs a truth commission. It needs more than Sean Kirkpatrick. The chief was made to step down in December 2023 following a stark warning of concerning activity, quote, in our backyard. Now, that's news to me. Uh, I had not been aware that he was fired. That's what, that's what I would call that when you uh, were made to step down. Being made to step down is being fired. But I suppose they give him some kind of a, a pay package this way where he can you know, have a nice uh, six-figure retirement account from the federal government for the rest of his life. We've got a package of a lot of new material that we've got ready for release, he said. We've uncovered some things that we are, are having declassified, not just operational videos, but historical documents. Kirkpatrick described the information he had, he had as educational material that will help inform the public. No revelations, okay? More of the same nonsense educational material yeah their narrative okay if they give you this this bunk then it's educational material if you ask him questions then you're a conspiracy theorist same old same old during his time with the pentagon dr kirkpatrick was allowed to share spectacular declassified footage of the exact size and shape of ufos experts are hunting for quote unquote this article is pretty favorable to him, and I, you know, he released the uh, Mosul orb uh, video after Corbell did. It's another one of these things where you don't know where the chain of custody on this stuff is at, and not the way this stuff should be released, period. I don't care if it's Jeremy doing it, or Tom DeLong, or whoever, or uh, any of the UFO celebs that have posted this stuff online. Stuff that you and I would quite likely go to prison for. Uh, why are these guys being allowed to do that? And then he regurgitates it. So it's like it breaks the ice. Then they regurgitate it with the, with the Pentagon, which this also gives a credibility to the journalist or, you know, the UFO celebrity journalists that do it. So now uh, they they can make more money because they're getting listened to. Their stories are at the top of the, at the, top of the search results. So it's just kind of this uh, circle. Not so sure how virtuous it is, but it's a circle, and it just goes round and round and round. And then uh, Kirkpatrick comes out. First off, he comes out and, and basically just spits in the face of every UFO believer on the planet, calls them conspiracy theorists, and now he says, "Well, there's things I can't talk about. I was being gagged." Like he's a big secret keeper. 
I'm not even sure that if he he could even make that statement, uh, you know, without violating his secrecy oath. It's just why this thing has limited hangout written all over it. I mean, are you ever not part of an intelligence agency once you leave? Uh, if you're having to go back in and get get regular polygraph tests, I don't think you are. I think you're just a, I think you're just a member forever. It says he revealed that the majority of UFOs spotted are metallic spherical orbs. Well, we know that's not true. And so see, this tells you right here how arrogant he is. He revealed that the majority of UFOs spotted are metallic spherical orbs. Now, if he said the majority of the orbs or the majority of the pictures that we received were orbs, then fine. That's his experience. But we know that just from reading through these different UFO roundups every month, that there's all different sizes and shape of these things. There are a lot of orbs, that's true, but there's also a lot of triangle-shaped UFOs. There's some square-shaped UFOs, flying saucers. These things just seem to take on any shape that they feel like. Myself, the one that I saw at a pretty close distance was unconventional. The best thing I could describe it is, is, is a, say, a bar stool shaped. So they come in all different sizes and shapes. So, But here he is, presenting himself as the expert again. He revealed that the majority of UFOs spotted are metallic spherical orbs. Now this gives these guys a chance to hide, you know, behind uh, wh whatever whatever the latest uh, debunking thing is. Didn't he just get through saying here a couple weeks ago that these orbs were probably uh, uh, circle-shaped UFOs with these square apparatus in the middle for cameras and stuff? Didn't he say that? And now all of a sudden he's telling us that these things must be the real thing and he can't talk about them. They are usually seen at an altitude between 10,000 and 30,000 feet, up to four meters in size. Now that's super dangerous because that's the exact area where you have airplane traffic at, 10,000 to 30,000 feet. I mean, you're in the sweet zone right there. I'm not seeing any concern by Sean Kirkpatrick as far as airline travel goes, you know, with passenger air flights. What happens if a passenger airplane flies into one of these things going 600 mile an hour? You know, it's bad enough to fly into a bird. The Pentagon also released a blockbuster 1,574 pages of real-life X-Files in 2022 related to its secretive UFO program. Yeah, I think we've talked about that. Very much uh, overrated. The hall includes reports into research on the biological effects of UFO sightings on humans, sets out categorizations for paranormal experiences and studies into sci-fi style tech. Amazing that this whole thing about the paranormal experiences, the, the biological effects on humans. And we've been over this uh, repeatedly as far as uh, Gary Nolan was involved in that. And also, shout out to Gary's fanboys. I get some real hate mail from these guys. And I'm just going to put it out there. People can be unhappy or happy, but the fact is when you're doing scientific experiments on a preborn child that was uh, scooped up out of its grave in Peru, spirited around the country, probably between different bone buyers, shipped to Spain, then shipped back here to the U.S. somehow. We don't really know for sure. And then ends up in a lab at Berkeley where Gary Nolan can do whatever kinds of experiments he wants to on it without c consideration that this sample was a preborn human. So to all the fanboys out there, how would they like it if... Somebody came to our country, went to a graveyard, dug up a preborn human, a little miscarried baby, say, took it out of its casket. It then changed hands among multiple people 
because it looked like it could be an alien. The poor little thing had its head crushed. Uh, the bones were weird. All kinds of strange stuff going on with it. So it was interesting. So say they took that baby out of an American graveyard, traded it around among a dozen people, sent it off to Spain, and then sent it down to Peru for some celebrity scientist to uh, hack the pieces and look at. Do you think people in this country might get upset about it? Oh, I do. I think somebody would be in jail for desecration of a corpse. But when I talked about that story on this podcast, I got hate mail from fanboys of Gary. I don't get it. I, I don't get why we can't be, why we can't put our thoughts about people uh, off to the side and judge the facts for what they are. This here situation with Dr. Kirkpatrick is just another one of these uh, up and coming uh, celebrity, UFO celebrities. And we're supposed to uh, sit down, shut our mouth, and have them tell us everything. And you can pick out your celebrity. You can pick out Louis or Tom or Christopher Mellon or whoever, or Dr. Gary Nolan. And that's your guy. That's the person you, you worship. He's your team. If anybody says anything, anything that you don't like about him or questions his motives or questions an act that he did, whether or not this was ethical to do, then boy, then you light up the screens and get on there and, and really tell the world what a bad person somebody is for questioning this person's behavior. Just like with Louie, when I wrote those, when I did this podcast about, um, you know, how the Tic Tac videos got onto Tom's channel, uh, is it okay to pass off a video in a Pentagon parking lot and then monetize that video? You know, some people are just like, oh, you're terrible. You know, well, how could you, how could you, how could you say those things about Louis? Well, we're not saying things about people. We're just reading the articles. That's all we're doing. We're just reading the articles and reacting to them. This is a reaction podcast. Just like you have reaction videos on YouTube. We go through these cool articles. We read them. And then we, and then, and then I talk about them. And people sometimes send me uh, their thoughts on them. Some, most of the time, the comments are really good. And sometimes the comments... Uh, you, you would think that there were family members of the people we talk about. But once these people step into the public space, just like Sean Kirkpatrick, he's, he went from government space into public space. And now he's calling people conspiracy theorists. Now he's, he's bringing out some pretty wild theories, in my opinion, his own conspiracy theories. To me, the idea that Russia and China have a fleet of high-tech uh, drones that can hover in hurricane uh, winds can go into and out of the ocean at thousands of miles an hour. That's sort of nonsense. That's the real conspiracy theory to me. He's going to come out here and he's going to uh, try to deperson people without actually naming them. If he's going to uh, take on this really haughty attitude of he is uh, the main uh, authority on UFOs, then I'm going to question that. I'm going to react to this interview. I'm not interjecting a single word of my own uh, saying this person's this or this person's that. I'm just taking what they said or what they did and saying, wow, is that okay? Does that seem normal? Or should we look somewhere else for the truth? Now it goes on down here. It says the DIA, the Department of Defense's spy arm, said some portions of the documents must be withheld in part due to privacy and confidentiality concerns. Yeah, we hear this all the time from the FBI. Operations and... Uh, methods, I think they call it, or operations means, somebody can tell me. We can't tell you what we did. Uh, we can't tell you why we shipped guns into Mexico uh, in an undercover sting, because that might uh, reveal our methods and operations. <laughs> well, it would be good if it did, actually. But the agency added that the DIA 
was not has not withheld any reasonably segregable non-exempt portions of the records yeah so you ask for a page typically like Greenwald does and you get a page back and 80% of it 90% of it's blacked out those must be what's called the reasonably segregable non-exempt portions of the records just more nonsense people asking for simple simple questions and it's almost as if they just don't give us the documents because they're able to some of the stuff that they were withholding has to be really unimportant the pentagon denied any claim they gag staff members from talking about ufo alien or extraterrestrial life i also find that hard to believe because it seems to me that if you're dealing with this stuff that's bumping up against top secret programs or whatever that they're not going to have you sign uh, some kind of a secrecy uh, oath or clause or whatever that you're not going to be a subject to periodic uh, polygraph test so this is why i just really can't ever trust someone like sean kirkpatrick even louis what can he tell us if he's going back in and having polygraph tests done all the time you know now you get someone like nick pope he's been out for so long he probably whatever he saw didn't matter but he'll still tell you there's some things he can't talk about so you can like these guys you can enjoy a guy like nick nick pope seems like a likeable like seems like a likable person um some of the stuff he gets a little wacky on with the with you know the religious stuff thinking that there's religious zealots within the deep state preventing us from uh finding ufos i mean that's that's what that's just a storyline out there and i suppose these guys latch on to different storylines other than that I, I i really find nick to be entertaining and thoughtful and and it, kind of an okay guy but that just like my thoughts for him don't prevent me from uh questioning some of his comments once he steps into the public arena and just like if i put this podcast out here i expect to be questioned people everybody has their own thoughts but i'm not i'm not coming out here with my own attitudes and saying this is the way it is sometimes i'll share you know what i think or what my thoughts are sometimes that people agree and sometimes they disagree that's totally up to them but the problem I see is with this situation with Kirkpatrick, you know, you heard you have another former, a very visible deep state employee. At first, he comes out and says that, you know, he's retiring, makes a lot of really, uh, a, lot of, a lot of really insulting comments toward people who have been following the UFO topic for years, calls him conspiracy theorist and, and rambles on and on. And then, uh, you know, makes up a lot of what I think I find to be just, frankly, silly excuses for these UFOs, um, suggesting that there's some kind of high-tech drone uh, from Russia or China, that the Defense Department's not protecting us from them. You know, that just that down that whole line. We've heard this whole story before, that these things are all man-made, and they're coming from a secret lab in China or Russia somewhere. Now, if you've done 10 minutes of investigation, you'll find out that China and Russia are no more likely to be making these things than we are. They're obviously coming from somewhere else. And, and think about it, if they weren't coming from somewhere else, they're coming from a place that is so advanced that they might as well be extraterrestrial or interdimensional. So I, I see this latest interview with Kirkpatrick. I'm a little disappointed that it took up so much space on the internet, but I'm also not believing the fact that he really wants to tell us the truth, but he's been gagged from doing so by the Pentagon, and boy, if he could let us know what was going on, he would. Well, coming to a UFO conference somewhere near you, Sean Kirkpatrick, that's my next prediction, and you can take that to the bank. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.